Have you ever matched with someone on an app, had a great texting connection, but never met in person? Can a relationship like that translate to a truly platonic pen pal style friendship? And should it? This is Thirsty the Podcast. Text Buddy Ben. Hello, everyone. This is Laura, and I have a fun little story about uh, a friend I picked up last summer in a very unpredictable way, I guess. Um, Last summer, I matched with Ben on a dating app. Um, I normally would have never swiped on him because it was very, very clear from his profile that he did not live in the Chicago area. He lived on the other side of the country. And I usually am not here for people looking to meet someone while they're visiting from out of town, because that is usually just hookup central, which is fine again, if that's your thing, but that definitely was not what I was looking for this summer. But I thought, you know what? He was cute. I was kind of bored. So I just decided to throw caution to the wind and I swiped right on him kind of optimistic that maybe he was like relocating to Chicago or something else was going on. Um, I just need to point out that you have overshot trying the other way, trying the other way, you know, where I will like, you know, uniformly date people that live very far. You went way too far. You went a plane ride away. I'm just going <laughs> to point that out. I was trying. Yeah. So I was trying to change it up a little bit, but again, I was like, maybe, he, maybe he's moving here. Like maybe, I don't know. Cause I don't think, well, he probably did have travel mode on. It probably was very clear that he did not live here. Uh, <laughs> I just ignored that. Cause I thought he was attractive. <laughs> Yeah, very cute. Yeah. So as I found out very quickly, Ben had literally just landed in Chicago when we matched. Like, I think he was still at the airport <laughs> and um, he was going to be in town on a solo trip for like five days. Um, he'd never been to Chicago before and he decided to come here. He didn't know anybody here. And of course his trip um, coincided. Um, I have my kids often on a five day stretch. So the day he landed was the first of my five days <laughs> with my kids. Uh, so we established very quickly that even if I had wanted to meet up with him, if he had wanted to meet up with me, I could not make it happen because I had kids for the entire time he was going to be here. But it also became very clear that we clicked very well over message. He was chatty and he was fun. And, um, again, the more we talked, which we still continued to message a lot, um, we realized that we got along really well and, I totally would have been down to meet up with him and show him around the city, like, which again is not my normal thing. Anytime I see anybody who's visiting from another city, I'm like, nope, next. Like, I'm not into that. But like, I totally would have met up with him and gone out for dinner or drinks and shown him around the city. It would have been a lot of fun. I will say I did that by accident one time and it was fun. Like I didn't, <laughs> I, I clicked with on and he was like, you know, I'm just here for the weekend, but do you want to go hang out and see if we vibe in person? And I was like, sure. And I was like, oh, wait, I just figured out what's going on here. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, I think this was an outlier for me and that like personality was definitely there. And again, it would have been fun and whatever, but it wasn't going to happen. Clear. It wasn't going to get a babysitter and go meet some man off of a dating app. So <laughs> we just, you know, I did what any nice Midwesterner would do. And I gave him great restaurant and bar recommendations. I suggested an art exhibition. He ended up checking out that he loved. I did all of the nice Midwest things um, to make sure that he had a good trip. 
And I kind of assumed after like our first day of messaging that Ben would completely ghost out from our chat unmatched from me or whatever, because we clearly were not going to meet up. Nothing was going to happen here. So really what was the point? But we kept on messaging. We messaged the entire time he was here. He told me what he was up to. And we talked about the art exhibition and all kinds of stuff. And he like kept me up to date on fun stuff he was doing in the city. He did try a few times to be like, you know, what about blah, blah, blah night or during the day? And I don't, he obviously didn't realize I don't live in the city. So even like if I could have swung like a lunchtime coffee or something, I was very far from where he was at. So I'm like, I don't think he wanted to like hoof it up to the North suburbs to see me. So it was not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but we continued to chat and it was fun. And then after he returned home, we continued to message. And then we switched over to text message off of the app and just continued to talk. And there was nothing salacious about any of our chats. We talked about tattoos. We sent each other funny memes. Um, It was just really fun. Like we connected very well. And one time he was just like, I would date you so hard if we lived in the same state. And I'm like, I would date you too. Like um, it was really fun. However, we had not like seen each other's faces. I mean, he could have been catfishing me but I didn't think he was, I was pretty confident on who I was talking to. Yeah. And then we finally decided that we were going to FaceTime one night, which I thought would be fun. I'm like, we should see each other's faces. And I I'm really big into hearing people's voices. And I thought that would be fun. And then he went dark on me. He was gone. And this is probably after maybe like two months of off and on messaging. So I was really surprised that as soon as we were going to talk, he was just disappeared. I'm like, well, maybe he was a catfish. Just ghosted out. One thing I thought that was really, uh, cause I remember when you started talking to this guy and it was, all, it was just very clear to y'all. We're not going to date. He doesn't live here. You didn't, weren't able to meet him. And we're going to ask him out now and then be like, so how's that Ben guy doing? Be like, oh, great. You know, we're just, but I just thought it was kind of funny that clearly y'all like created this real friendship with no, there was no ulterior motive there. Like it was really, you just enjoyed talking to each other. And then I remember that one time I asked and you were like, I haven't heard from Ben. I don't know what happened to him. And I was just like, oh, interesting. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I remember it was just such an unusual story. Like, I don't think I've ever encountered in all the dating you and I have been doing <laughs> nothing like that. had ever happened before. Yeah. You pick up your friends after the dates. Um, yes. so this yes. happening yeah. beforehand was definitely different. Uh, and yeah, it would just went from like chatty off and on. Like sometimes we wouldn't text for a couple of days and then we would pick it back up and somebody would send some, something stupid and we would chat for the day or whatever. Like it was real easy, but then when he just disappeared and we were supposed to FaceTime, I'm like, well, that's weird. Like what, what really is going on? You know, you start to question like, this is an internet stranger. Like, I don't know <laughs> what yeah. is going on. So it just went quite, you know, like. I let it go dark, whatever. Like if he didn't respond to my outreach, I think after we were supposed to chat and he didn't respond back, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just let that go. And maybe like a month or two later, I was kind of cleaning up the text messages on my phone as you do. And I came across our messages and I'm like, oh, I'll just check in and see what's going on. Message me back right away. Um, He had had 
COVID and other stuff had been going on and he like right around when we were supposed to talk last. And so that's the reason he said he went dark or whatever. So we just picked up chatting the way that we had been. And, um, by that point I was dating someone, he was dating someone. And again, so like we didn't live, we lived thousands of miles apart. So it's not like we were going to date anyway, but also because we were both dating other people, it's very clear. Like this was just like a friendship. Like there, there was nothing more there. And again, our messages never crossed any boundaries other than just being completely friendship. So we just continued to talk and it was fun. And then finally we talked on the phone, not a FaceTime, but like an old fashioned phone call. And I think we talked for, I don't know, two plus hours. Like we talked for a really long time and it was really fun. Like we had a lot to talk about. Um, I joked about him being a catfish and he was very clear. He was catfishing me. He would have chosen someone much hotter. <laughs> and obviously if I was catfishing him, I probably wouldn't have made myself a single suburban mom. So <laughs> clearly we were who we were, but we hadn't seen each other's faces yet other than our pictures on the dating app, which is hilarious too. And then Finally, I think like a month or longer after that, we had a FaceTime call. And so I got to see his face. He looked exactly like his pictures. I think I looked like my pictures. It was nice to actually see his, this person that I had been texting with for so long. And it was super like it was a fun, I think we talked for another like hour, hour and a half. I'm not really a big phone person. So anybody I can sit and talk to on the phone for a good chunk of time is usually somebody that I do connect well with. Um, so yeah, we had that FaceTime call again, no plot twist. Ben is who he said he was. He looked exactly like his pictures. He was who I had thought I was talking to. So there was nothing mysterious happening. And we still just continue to text. Um, it's this like easy, fun, somewhat anonymous, very non-judgmental friendship. We talk about relationships in life and work and my kids and his friends and just like light and fun and easy. Um, and it's cool. Like it's, it's so nice. Like it's been such an interesting bright spot in the midst of like all of this other stuff in life. Like we can be really open and honest with each other because it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, we're not trying to impress each other. We're not trying to date each other. And we don't know anything about each other's real lives in a way where that influences anything that we talk about. Will we ever meet each other? Probably not. (laughs) And honestly, it doesn't really matter. Like if he came back to Chicago, I totally want to meet up with him. If I ever found myself in his part of the country, I would meet up with him for a drink. Um, But beyond that, it's just been kind of a fun thing that, you know, again, I think in the midst of dating apps, you cross paths with a lot of people. And I think sometimes you connect with people like, you know, Heather, again, you've connected with people that have stayed your friends and this was kind of a different way of going about it. But I think we were meant to, to match up and maybe just not meet up. And that's what made sense for us. Yeah. Well, I think I remember thinking it was really interesting, you know, cause I love to collect dates as friends as well, but usually I date them first and then I convert them into, you know, friend zone. Um, yeah, I, you know, it makes me think about like all the different connections we seek out and like thinking about what is a connection meant to be, you know, how did you and Ben switch from a romantic connection to more of a friendship connection? I think as soon as, I mean, it was still probably like a little bit flirtier when he was still in town, because again, we had just matched on a dating app. And so we were, that's what you do. And we were both 
single. And so it was probably a little bit more of that tone at first, but again, once he was out of Chicago and it was clear, we were not going to meet each other. This wasn't going to be anything more, but we both enjoyed each other's conversation and whatever. It just flipped over to a completely like nice friendship tone without either of us acknowledging it. Like that's just what it was. And again, I think we both acknowledged there was a good connection. We both acknowledged we had never done anything like this before. <laughs> like we were both yeah. surprised by it because it wasn't something either one of us had found through a dating app or done before. Again, it was weird. Like it was super weird. We were complete anonymous strangers with each other. But I think we had that genuine like curiosity about the other person and enjoyed learning about each other. And it was great and easy. And then because we had never met, because nothing had ever happened, we had never met up. We'd never kissed. We'd never slept together. Like it was super, like there's no awkwardness to it that sometimes can happen when you've crossed a line or you really have to think about what that looks like to become friends nothing had ever happened other than like a few, like, I think you're attractive text messages. So it was super easy to just flip that switch to friends because I think that core connection was there regardless. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too, that like Ben is your real friend. Like I know there've been some things that have happened in his life and things have happened in your life that were a little bit more serious. Like it goes deeper than just like, Hey, what you up to, you know, what'd you make for dinner? You know, like all those funny jokes happen, but like, I know he's also like tried to be supportive of you when you've had maybe some harder things that have happened. And I know you've done the same for him. It's like a, re- it's, or it's not like a real friendship. It is a real friendship. And I just think that's so interesting. You know, I, I know we all talk, you know, say a lot of things about dating apps and social media and all of that. But like the reality is, I know for me, like I've met a lot of people I would have never come across at like the grocery store or out in the wild. Um, it's really given me the opportunity to make some real friends that in a surprising way are actually really meaningful connections, even if they're people I've never met. And like this person, Ben, y'all have never even met in person, but he, I mean, from the way you talk about him, he's, he's a real friend. He's a real friend. Yeah, absolutely. Like we taught, he's given me some honestly, really, really great advice, um, on some things in my life that, uh, has meant a lot to me and has been incredibly helpful. And again, it's real and it's honest and yeah, we do absolutely talk about deeper things. And then we also like send each other like super stupid messages about random things in our lives that no one else would care about, or that I probably wouldn't send to anyone else. So it's like a really funny balance, but I don't know. I think I don't ever really feel like anybody that I match and connect with on a dating app is at random. I think there's a certain degree that like, there are people that I have been meant to connect with for better or worse that I, we talk about a lot of them on this podcast because they do make impacts in our lives in different ways. And so there's a part of me where I'm like, well, this really isn't that surprising because I think you intersect and just like, I just have had so many people that I match with and you find those certain commonalities of things where like, that's insane that like, we have that really weird specific connection on something that you would have never expected out of some random person you matched on. And I don't think that's just, I don't think it's random. I think there are just those like different connections that are meant to take place. So, yeah, I mean, I think about two, I mean, I'm really thankful. I would say there are three like major friendships I've had. I mean, I went the other way, like yours with Ben was, you know, you mashed and it was a little flirty at the beginning, but there was never a a coming back from a dating relationship or anything that happened. Y'all were foundationally friends the whole time. 
Um, you know, in the three that I'm thinking of, I dated all three of them. Two of them were relationships, I would say. Um, and I'm just thinking about each one of them. And like, I kind of feel like, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Two, you know, two of the three people I've become friends with, um, it's really great. You know, there's no ulterior motives there. I think sometimes what can be tricky is like, what do you really want mm-hmm. from me? Do you really want to be my friend or do you have ulterior motives? I think sometimes that can be a really tough thing. Um, but if you can figure that out and if you get to a place where like you feel very confident that you're not trying to get anything out of the other person, you really just enjoy being their friend and being in their life and then being in your life. I think that's really awesome. You know, like I'm thinking of, Paul the peach and Ted, the tennis player. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful to have them for friends. They're not trying to get anything out of me. Funnily, Paul, the peach, I I've hit on him multiple times. And every time he's been like, Nope, I do not want to <laughs> date you. Also, what are you making over there? You know, like it, it, and it's so funny. Like I, I so appreciate and value these friendships and they're real. They're not trying to get anything out of me at all. And I'm not trying to get anything out of them. And I really, I don't know. It's nice. Like those relationships and in dating, like sometimes you meet those connections that you're not meant to date them. And you know what? It's still really great, you know, to have them in your life in the way that they're supposed to be in your life and that you want them in your life. Yeah. And I think sometimes it is, it's hard to decipher what's going on because I think we can want to retain a friendship, but we do like, I've done this where you're like, well, maybe if we stay connected, then it'll turn into something more like you always, you can have that seed planted in the back of your head of just like the maybe, and it can be hard if, if you clearly want a friendship and you don't know if that other person is sticking around hoping for something else. And it's hard to, to get a read on the situation. Yeah. This obviously was very easy because that wasn't on the table and couldn't be on the table. So, but again, like there are people who could have gotten, I guess, into this and thought that, oh, maybe one of us would fly out to see each other, or you can certainly have very Reese FaceTime conversations. Like it could have crossed a line if people, if both people had wanted it to. I think it was very clear that we were like super happy to be buds and it like totally just made sense. And nobody pushed any boundaries at any point at any time. So it was never uncomfortable. If at any point in time he had kind of pushed it a little bit and made me uncomfortable, then I would have been like, sorry, not for me. Think like, and just been done. Like if I wasn't able to like really trust the situation, but it has, he, he and I both have never been anything but pretty open and genuine with each other. So it's never, it's never gone anywhere uncomfortable or anything. I feel like that's the key because you know, the third part, we've talked about this. Like, I feel like that's what makes it work you know, like the being able to, when someone says, this is how I feel, this is what I want. And you respect it and vice versa. I feel like that's what makes it work. Cause the third person that I became friends with post dating. So like, it's more complicated that way. Um, it was weird. Like we didn't, we never made it to totally for real, just friends. Like we acted like just friends, but things were always not exactly there. And so we didn't make it as friends at all. I think it's, you know, it's always hard to figure out too, especially after you've dated somebody, this is a little off topic, but like, what does it really mean to stay friends? You know, I feel like a lot of people say that in breakups, well, we're going to be friends. We're still going to be friends. Well, what is that? Are we going to talk every day? Are we going to see each other? Are we just like Facebook friends? And that's it. Like what does friendship after a breakup actually mean anyway? It's very confusing. Yeah. And it's so funny. I don't think there's any rules like there of these three people, like a couple, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know that I want to know. I don't know that I'm ever going to want to know the details of the dates they're going on. Like, am I going to be your like 
drinking buddy where you tell me about everything that's going on in your dating relation. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, so it's, it's just kind of, it, it is weird. It's like, how are we going to act now? Are we really just friends? Are there rules here? Are there, you know, I, I, it is more complicated, which is why I do think sometimes it's easier to just be like, we're done. We're not yeah. going to try I to think be friends. Some, I think sometimes we cling on to that idea of connection. Like, well, how can, you know, you talk to somebody every day for however many yeah. months or years, and then all of a sudden you're not. And so in your head, you're like, all right, well, we're going to keep this connection because this makes sense. And then I've found after breakups, like initially I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to still keep on talking to this person because they were so important to me. And then I get a little distance from it and I'm like, no, there's nothing yeah. left to say. There's nothing here. Like we had yeah. our time and now we're done. And it, I, I, I have a really hard time keeping a connection with people in a real way where we actually would actively talk or see each other after a breakup, even though I think that that's, what's going to happen. And then I realize I'm like, I don't think I'm made that way. I don't think I can actually do that. Well, and I, I actually, you're gonna laugh. I saw a meme the other day and I, it, it hit home a little bit to me about, um, cause we talked a little bit about attachment styles. Like there's this book that's pretty popular mm-hmm. among daters. If you have heard of it before, it's called like attached and it talks about avoidant attachment. It talks about anxious attachment, it talks about healthy attachment. Um, and avoidant attachment are people that like push you away and they're really closed off. Um, they can be kind of mean to you at times. Like basically they're putting up walls all the time. Um, you know, they're the ones that say, even if you're seeing them all the time, we're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, it's like they're putting in those roadblocks. People that are anxious, um, in this meme, it had a picture of this person. They were like anxious, of course. And they talked about how their sense of self-worth was wrapped up in the other person keeping them in their life. Like if I don't get texts from you, my sense of mm-hmm. self-worth is wrapped up in having you in my life. I think for me, that has definitely been at play. Like I, this person, like they, something's wrong with me. This person wants to like not talk to me anymore, you know, and at least if they want to be my friend, then I know it's just, it's not, you know, that that's easier to take. Um, and I think that's true. I, I yeah. think sometimes it can be insecurity at play. Like they didn't leave you. It's just, they don't want to date you, which to me, it's a little bit easier to say, Hey, I don't want to date you, but I want you in my life. I can go with that obviously, um, <laughs> you know, but I think sometimes it is, it's like, I've gotten better at it though. Like there was the episode, Sean, the smoke show. He is someone that like, I'm not even kidding. I was crazy for him. Crazy for him. I thought he was so, I, I was, I mean, you remember I was mm-hmm. healthy, but I was super attracted to him. I don't talk to him anymore, you know? And I think it's, and I actually, I'm going to say that's a healthy thing. I've gotten better at letting people, if they want to, you know, if we are done dating, go and be well. I'm going to miss you, but I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to add you to my collection of friends. I think it depends too on what side you land on the breakup too, because I feel like if I've done the breaking up, like I've already made peace in my head of like where this is. And again, I think that like from like an optimistic standpoint that we'll still stay connected in a certain way, but I'm definitely not feeling the need for it. But if I were broken up with, I think I would cling on more to because, ha- oh, I need them in my life in some way, shape or yeah. form. I would feel that much more strongly than if I was the one breaking up, then clearly made my yeah. choice about wanting that person in my life. So absolutely. 
Sorry, that went down a bunny yeah. trail, but you were just, I think that subject brought up just a lot of things. I'm thinking it's an about. interesting topic though, because again, like any way it intersects like friendship and with the opposite sex or it's just, it's, it's interesting those dynamics and how you can feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like you can go so deep with this. We talked about the other day too. You're really good at breaking up with people. I'm not. <laughs> like I'm good at it. Like I'm so good at like, if usually people don't ever get to a second date with me, I will go on one date with them. And like, I'm kind of like, I don't think I'm into this and I just won't pursue them. They, you know, we just like, don't, we just don't talk after that. But when I have been dating someone, like we've been going out, like I would say like date seven or eight at that point, I'm probably not going to be the one to break up with you because for whatever reason, I have anxiety about, I don't want to hurt someone else. I don't know how to explain it, but I just get so anxious about that conversation. And I just kind of, if it's not going well, I'll either bring up, Hey, how are things going when I know it's not? Cause I want them to, I want to like push them to break up with me so that it's over. Um, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do that. And you're so much better at, Hey, this isn't working. Bye. And I just, <laughs> That's, I, I have a hard time doing that. And I, I, that's one of my like psychoses. <laughs> I don't understand yet, but like it's so FYI out there. If you date me for more than a couple months, it's your job to do the breaking up. FYI. <laughs> and I'm not that cold hearted about it, but I do think I've gotten better about again, like picking that place of where I want to be. And I think the longer, as you know, like once you go through divorce too, you're much more careful about who you're spending your time with because you went through a whole lot to get to that point yeah. to be dating again. So that has definitely made me be more conscious of what relationships I'm putting myself in. But yeah, I want to figure out what that means. Cause like now since August, so like the last, how many months is that? Like five months, I've really only dated two people, you know? So it's like, I'm so much slower to like date people, mm-hmm. but then I'm also, I'm just the breakup part just doesn't happen. That's their job. <laughs> So it's, it's weird. It's like, I, I I do like, I just don't get involved if I'm not sure I'm into them in the first place, which is good. Like the people I dated, I was actually into, but like when it stops working, you know, I'm, I'm very much at risk of over dating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I've tried to like, really pull myself back, um, again with, you know, the first episode from this season with Sam of really like being careful of like how much time is enough time to feel like this is a thing before I acknowledge this isn't the thing for me. And like, I think it's that balance of giving something space while not giving it too much time, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you talked about this a little bit, but in a dating is a dating app match turn friendship something that you were seeking out or something you would seek out again I know this one just kind of like magically happened yeah I would say no and no I definitely was not looking for this um and I never would have thought that this would have turned into a friendship connection um yeah again I I thought that Ben would just realize I couldn't meet up unmatch and move on. So I never anticipated that we would continue like, again, I, the fact that he didn't unmatch for me within like two days of realizing that we were not going to see each other is hilarious, but also it's like, Ben's a good dude. Like he's a nice guy. And I think that shows it too. Like clearly he wasn't just trolling for hookups, um, on his visit here. Like he generally like wanted somebody to like have fun and go to dinner with and go do things with while he was here because he didn't know anybody in Chicago. Um, but you know, again, a nice guy that wasn't just going to like ghost out when we clearly like, we're having a lot of fun talking 
Um, and I'm, you know, I'm not on dating apps right now because I am in a relationship, but, um, I don't think it is something that I would obviously like seek out again. And I don't really think that you can, I, again, it's that idea of connections and you follow the connections where they take you and that can take you a lot of different places. Um, I think this is a rare thing, honestly, to have happen where it's comfortable for both people. And like we talked about, no one's looking for anything else other than friendship here. So I think that is hard to find, but I think it's possible. It also leaves me very curious about some of the dating apps that do have a friend mode. I think Bumble has a friend mode. Like, what's it like on that side? Is it all like this with Ben? Is it just really people genuinely wanting friendships or is it people saying they want friendships, but they really want more. I have a lot of questions. No, I kind of want to try it because, you know, sometimes on, um, cause I am still on apps and I'm very leisurely. Like I've been, I've been on a few dates with someone that I think I like, but we're figuring that out. But, um, on apps before once in a while, you'd see someone be like, I'm just looking for friends. I'm like, what are you doing on yeah. Tinder? That's Ugh. weird. Like, I think I do think it's weird. Sorry. It's super weird. Yeah, but there is an official friend side to Bumble. And what I just wonder, is it like dead over there? And that's why they're trolling for friends on the dating side? I don't know. No. Like I maybe I should like flip over there and go just see like who's there. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go and I'll report back what's happening over there. Cause maybe I mean, does that work? But also like what's the gender situation on that side? Know. Is it men and women? All in I don't a pool? know. Or like I know nothing about it. I mean, if it's friends, it should be everybody, right? right? Like, I think that's weird if you go over there and it's like only like whatever gender expression that you date, then it's like, why? I don't, there's a inconsistency in the principles of the setup then. Like, are you filtering your friends by height? Like I want to have a lot of things I'd, I'd like to find out. One, if it matters. <laughs> God, I hate it. Like uh, there's some things we'll do this on the dating and sex um, episode, but there are certain things that like, I just wish, I mean, I only see what men said, say, I almost want to give a list of FYI, every man makes this joke. So you don't like, don't make this joke. Cause the whole thing about I'm six, six, if it matters, it's like, I'm or I'm looking for, a, yeah, I'm looking for a partner in crime. Here's my fish. I caught like, just don't, don't do Ugh. that. Every man does it. Every man does it. So if you want to be different, don't do that. I don't know. Yeah. I think, cause again, is it is it your same profile? And it's just on, I have a no. thousand questions. I want to know what is on friends Bumble. If anyone is listening and knows, please let us know what is on the friend no. side of Bumble. Well, now <laughs> I don't I know if I'm brave it. enough to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly trying to find new people right now, but um, maybe I'll flip over there and find out what's happening and report <laughs> back. So many questions. I don't know. I've never even tried it. And there's also a third one. It's like business matches. Yeah. Something. What is that? That's called Who's... LinkedIn. Why would I look for business matches on Bumble? I don't know. What understand. do you think the businesses are though? Oh, right. It's gotta be, oh. there's gotta be like, there's a uh, trafficking. Yeah. Oh God, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry, Bumble. Don't sue me. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, it's got to, wow. there's, there's something else going on. I don't know. I have, I have a lot of curious questions, but I'm not curious enough to actually find out for myself. Maybe we need to do an investigative report because <laughs> no one talks about it. I've never heard anyone ever talk about it anywhere. Like what's going what? on? Is the friend search side and the business friend, like, I don't know. Is that like the underbelly of Bumble? 
I don't know. I've never tried it. I guess I should try that out. Like when you toggle back and forth, are you like, can you still be like actively dating, but then also actively finding friends? Like, how are we, how are you going? Back I don't know. Because if you have downloaded a dating app, you're looking for dates. You're not looking yeah. for friends. Like just trying to sneak in to be like, I just want to be your friend. Actually, no. And then you try to kiss them. and Because right. Bumble doesn't advertise itself for like finding friends. No. So if you no. have it and you see friend mode, it's because you're looking for a date. So what's over there? But I really wonder if it's just a bunch of like friendly guys trying to be more than friends. I don't so know. I think they can start off that way. Well, I do know a couple of, I've done it very often, but a couple of the guys I've matched with where they do, what are you looking for? And they'll say things like, I'm just looking for friends and, and, and see if it turns into something more. And I'm like, you mean dating? Isn't that dating? That is where you like get to know someone. And if something's there, something's there. Like, I, I don't know when people say things like that, I'm just like, aren't you making this a little too complicated? Like, don't we just go for a drink and whatever it is, is what it is. I don't know. Weird. I mean, the core of all relationships generally is, do you like the other person? Yeah. Do you like who they are? Yes. And then you decide if there's a romantic connection yeah. or not. But I feel like you start off with the, do I want to talk to this person? Be in the yeah. same room with this person? Yeah. Well, people that do that, that I feel like are cart before the horse. Like I swipe left. Cause I'm like, you're going to be high maintenance. Like the whole thing of I'm open to something serious at the connections there. No shit. <laughs> You know, I hate like, the casual, but maybe serious, but probably casual, but could be something, but probably not. It's like, stop it. Just stop. When the, it, it, they're high, going to be high maintenance. They're going to be needy and it's going to change it to hookups only and call yes. it a day. That is what you're looking for. Just be honest with yourself and you don't need to save yourself here and try and look better than you are. Just say that's what you're yeah. looking for and move yeah. on. Like, or all those men that, I mean, people were on to you. Sorry. And men do it more than women also. Sorry, but it's true. Uh, of the whole thing of flipping their switch to looking for a relationship when they're not, oh. that's happening more than once. We're like, I'll start talking to them and they're like, oh, I'm just looking for cash. I'm like, well, you said that's not what you said on your profile. And they know <laughs> it's because most women, they see casual and unless they, that's for sure what they want. They swipe left. Like I do. If it says casual, that's not what I want. That means it's someone that's not going to try to get to know me. They just want to sleep with me. And I don't want to do that. So I also want to know what the open to kids means. Is it open to having yeah. kids? Is it open to dating someone who has kids? Like, what does that mean? Please. Yeah. I want to talk to the UX, right? Okay. So I'm a writer, a content designer. And so I want to talk to that person because that needs a rewrite. Cause I don't know what that means. Open to kids. Does that mean you're open to my kids or you're open to us having kids together? Cause I'm going to tell you, I'm open to your kids, but we're not having any kids together. The kids shop is done. And that little line is not clear so on that front. The have kids and don't want more. Also that one I wonder about, it's like also, well, do I have kids, which means there'll be more kids. I think you just don't want more of their own. That's how well, I that's interpret what I that think. one. That's what I think. But the open to, it leaves a lot of questions. The I don't, open I don't understand it. Yeah. We went way off track yeah. here. I have one other pet peeve though. What? Um, the On Hinge, they have the syringe for drugs. And sometimes I see, or sorry, is it pills? Why did I get syringe? It's not a syringe. It's like <laughs> syringe. Like, like who says, yeah, I shoot up heroin or whatever. I've obviously been off of the app for a really long time. Sorry, syringe in my brain, but actually a picture of pills. 
So let's clarify. The range drugs are different. <laughs> FYI. God. Is there also one that's powder? <laughs> okay. Different. Um, <laughs> the pills. And sometimes I'll see that where people have selected that. And I'm like, what pills are you taking? I like, know. There, there's one for like, cause marijuana has its own. Yeah. It's thing its on there. Thing. Yes. They so separate. what are the pills? What pills are they taking? I want to match with those other people. And I want to ask them like, what are the pills? Like who is choosing to say that they take a, like, is it Tylenol or is it Xanax or is it like, <laughs> is it street drugs? Like, what is it? I don't, I don't think they mean Tylenol. I think it means like Adderall. It probably doesn't mean crushing up cocaine. I don't think, <laughs> but I think it means like Adderall, like maybe abusing prescription. I, I don't know. Is I don't it really know. asking people on the dating app if they're abusing If they do pills? drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I think really? it is. Yeah. That, they're, Cause they're asking, do you do, do you do drugs? And they're not talking about marijuana because marijuana has its Separate own thing. It's legal. Um, but like who is, who's being so like of all the ways that people lie in the dating world, but that's the one where they're going to be honest. Oh yeah. I'm a no. total addict. <laughs> well, once in a while, like I'll see a profile where they've said yes to everything. And I kind of laugh so hard when I see that. And I kind of want to meet that person. I will never date them, but it, it'll like it say things for the anything. drinking part. It says frequently and then smoking. Yes. Marijuana. <laughs> yes. Cause usually you can do like never sometimes frequently mm-hmm. and it'll say frequently all across the board for drinking, smoking, marijuana, bills. And they're just <laughs> like, this is, this is hilarious that you said this to all of them. And either this is a hilarious joke or you really do. And I'm like, wow, at 40 something years of age, you're still partying hard. (laughs) (laughs) So many questions. Yeah, I know. This doesn't relate to anything at all, but it was a good conversation. I I had fun with that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I will say, I'm kind of, I feel like people shouldn't say frequently to certain things. Like sometimes, like I have swiped left on people I thought looked interesting because on the drinking, they say they drink frequently. And while I drink, I'm not, you know, a totally sober person. I've drank sometimes. I don't know. Like it says they drink frequently. It's like, ugh, are you going to be drunk a lot? Like, what is that? I don't know. Like I think yeah, you're self-aware enough. Like, even if you do kind like maybe you have a, a glass of wine every night, but that's it. I, I, I don't know. I think you just be careful with that. FYI, if you check frequently on your profile, I don't know. Like, I mean, think about what you would tell your doctor, like, cause no one tells their doctor the truth. Or like, sometimes I drink ugh, a couple drinks a week when, you know, they drink way more than that. Like that, I yeah. feel like that's the answer you put on the app, unless you're like partying hard, like three nights a week, then that that's frequently. Yeah. I mean, there is part of me. It's like, good for you for saying that the ones that say that they do all everything. <laughs> you're hilarious. Although there was one person that I matched with, I thought he was kidding. And he launched into a whole story about going on an Adderall binge and stuff. And I was like, what? What? I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I told you about it. And I was just like, what? I said, are you joking? I thought he was like screwing with me. And he's (laughs) like, no, don't you? Like, no, no, I do not. I was like, I take z when I can't sleep and I have insomnia sometimes. <laughs> That's the extent of it. I don't even I don't take know. Tylenol. So he would yeah, be very out of my, out of my realm. Yeah. Can't hang. Yeah. You don't <laughs> even take Tylenol. People are so interesting. I know. In good and bad ways. Yeah. I know. I'm always fascinated. Like even like the dumpster fire stuff. I'm in, I'm interested just to hear that story because people are just fascinating. Like the kind of lives they craft for themselves and what they're okay with. 
you know, what they're looking for, what they don't want. Like I'm always, I know we're going way down the rabbit trail. We got to just wrap it up here soon, but <laughs> I'm always for, okay, I think, cause I just don't understand it at all. Cause I don't work this way at all. Are the men that I've met that are, that say things like they really don't want to have feelings. They like, when they say, things like, I don't want anything serious. I don't like, cause I'm just very like, well, it is what it is like, you know, the end and like, but people that like, don't want anything serious. They don't want to have feelings. I'm just like, how, why would you want that? That sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like how, and how do you control that? Like I have met men that are like, oh, I kind of, I have feelings for this person. I've got to cut it off. Or they really like one who is my friend. Sorry. I'm calling you out a little bit. You're going to know who you are when you hear this keeps dating women that fall in love with them and say, I love you after months. And he's like, oh, gotta go and he breaks up <laughs> and I'm like what's wrong with you he's like that's not what I want I was very clear from the beginning I did not want anything serious and I was like well newsflash you can't really control that sorry it's kind of funny oh, relationships are weird yeah I know people are weird relationships mm-hmm. are weird we're weird yeah I, I like don't understand myself half the time I'm like why are you acting like this Heather bring <laughs> everything up all right. Well, moral of the story, text Insight. relationships can happen. <laughs> they can be neutral and fine and fun. And we are never too old for a pen pal is the lesson that is learned. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And also right. there's a, a pill category on, on the dating. <laughs> not a syringe. <laughs> it's not a that's syringe. Different. And it's not it's not powder. <laughs> God, syringe. Can you imagine? Frequently. <laughs> At least you would know. At least you would know up front. You can filter all that out. Done. I would be like, I don't know if you should be dating. If you have, a, if you're a syringe frequently user, <laughs> then maybe, maybe you don't need to be dating right now. <sighs> all right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. It was a little bit of a train wreck. <laughs> and that was a little bit of a coffee talk. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. We will talk right. to you next week. Bye. Still thirsty? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs>